0: Welcome to the In Your Corner podcast. My name is Tony Douglas and I'm here with my wife Erica and our mission is to help young up-and-coming athletes reach their fullest potential on and off the field. As always, we truly appreciate you tuning in and we hope you get something out of this episode. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's a new week and we're excited to bring some new information to you. We appreciate you listening in and hope you enjoy the show. So, Erica, what are we going to be talking about today?
1: We are talking about the four-letter word. Fear.
0: Fear, yes. Uh, I, as Les Brown would say, false evidence appearing real.
1: Were you ever scared? Would you have, would you have ever admitted that you were fearful before?
0: I would have never admitted it back in the day. <laughs> like, before a high school basketball game or... A big track meet, I probably would have been like, oh man, I'm hyped up. I'm ready to go. But I was probably scared.
1: Do you think that's probably part of it is fear can like, overtake us because we won't admit that it's there?
0: Oh yeah. Definitely. And pride.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sometimes it's just saying it out loud. Yeah.
1: I have found that in co- through coaching that a lot of girls are actually fearful but they mask it with other things. Like? Um, uh, jealousy, comparison, uh, like you said, pride, ego, being overly confident, cocky, uh, knocking along with their teammates, being negative even, uh, pessimistic. All these things, really the real root is that they're scared. Mm-hmm. Hm. Right? I know for me, I was terrified It sounds silly now, but I was terrified to run the 800. Terrified of it. And I probably didn't realize that was why, that I was scared. (laughs) Right. I just thought, I've already done six other events. I'm tired. I don't like it. I don't want to do it. I don't, you know. But really, I was scared because what happened in practice one day is I was doing a workout for the 800, and I got really short of breath, and I fainted. And I was worried that that, I was fearful that that was gonna happen again. Right. So I never actually conquered that fear because I never identified the source the of source. what my fear
0: was. Right. And and a lot of times, the source, at the root of that source, there's a lot of emotions tied up to it. So when you have, that obviously was something that stuck with you. Mm-hmm. It's like you can remember that Christmas because you, not only do you remember the Christmas, you remember like the smells and yeah. like, the, the feelings that you had and and when you'd have that it makes that memory that much that much more powerful so for you I think fainting you have these huge emotions with this mm-hmm. and now you kind of reenact that every time you got to come up to an 800
1: yeah worried that if I push myself too hard is that gonna happen again am I even gonna be able to finish am I gonna waste all the time I've done
0: but when did you figure this out
1: when I was done competing too
0: late,
1: <laughs> way too late
0: yeah and And so we do this, I mean, we all do it, and we could probably all find a reason for like a crash or a failure, but typically, you're right, it is tied back to fear,
1: yeah, and there is a difference between uh true fear and then that normal anxious yeah. Uh- anxiety, hypeness that happens before competition. Like, you know, the one where you're just ready to get going and, you know, that's different than the true fear that can overwhelm you right. and consume you. And you know, people have asked me, "Well, how do I overcome my fear?" And uh, what we really think is the way to overcome your fear is finding the source,
0: identifying it.
1: Yeah, identifying the source of why you are afraid.
0: Yeah, because what are, are, going back to your story, what are some other potential fears that you may have had for that 800? So another one I can think of is, um, even if you don't faint, it's going to hurt.
1: Yes, it's going to hurt.
0: So so what's the source of that fear?
1: I think I was ill-prepared for it. Yes. Yeah.
0: And we don't want to admit that either. No. So you know
1: that's very true because I had worked so hard in all my other disciplines and that's the one that got the least amount of attention
0: and so you're afraid because yeah. am well, I even prepared for this And, it, right. and, and
1: how that, is this really supposed to feel right. the one time I went hard I fainted and I remember the trainer rushing out you know
0: yeah I mean who so you can you can probably think about like the first day of school with a new class especially like if you ever have gone to like a new school it's so uncomfortable you don't know anybody but then by three months in you don't even think about it that way but when you're not prepared for your 800 there's no comfort level with it because you haven't you haven't put enough time and effort into it to become comfortable so then that fear is so easily is able to take over
1: yeah because worst case scenario the worst case scenario monster he he comes
0: out okay
1: I, i agree so being ill-prepared is one of those underlying reasons where fear can can grow yeah so how does someone then make sure that they are prepared
0: so practice um, self-study I think is a big one for us Um, you know if if you just go to practice and you just you do just enough you just show up You're not really like, and not that you have to be geeky about it and be a scientist, but have you ever watched a YouTube video of of your craft, whether it's lacrosse or soccer? Have you ever studied and seen what are the best players doing? Um, Just take it like one step further, even if you're just watching your sport, you know, more than everybody else um, versus just showing up.
1: Right. Another way you can be prepared is through your competitions. You know, we all in no matter what sport it is, we always have little competitions that lead up to the playoffs or lead up to the the bigger state championships, the bigger competitions. So you have these these games, these competitions, learn from those. What went well, what didn't go well, what what can you what can you fix? What can you keep enhancing? That's another way to get prepared for the big moments. Were you in your head, did you uh you know did, did you get overhyped for something or were you um overthinking things those are things that you can reflect on and be like okay next time i'm going to do this better and that's another way where you can get prepared for the big event
0: yeah and, that, and that's the only way to prepare for the big event um i heard i heard a interesting story the other day on like us soccer and why we're different in some aspects than like some european country countries that um, they just play different they they play 22 games for a lot of their youth and that's it so but each game is enormous so they're getting put on that moment in that moment and on that stage 22 times where sometimes in the U.S. here we'll train you know we'll have three games in a day so by that second and that third game what are you really preparing for you are preparing to pay, play slow you're you're preparing to play tired and when you practice playing tired and you practice playing slow and not at your top quality are we even practicing for the right thing at that point so um practicing playing at a high level being on that stage you 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 like you said you couldn't go to practice one day and then show up to the state championship the mm-hmm. next and, and and be physically or most importantly mentally ready um and plus, it wouldn't mean anything because you wouldn't be at the highest level. So,
1: yeah, that's good. Maybe we can talk about preparation in another podcast. Yeah, how to prepare. Yeah, so I like it. Another, another way that uh, fear can kind of sneak up on us, or uh, maybe that we don't recognize it, is that we're afraid to let other people down. Yep. And we talked about this before. How sometimes that's your motivator in a way. You know that that's the reason why you're doing it because you know you don't want to let your parents down or you don't want your coach down or you don't want to let your teammates down, and it's almost a limit to how great you can be. But lots of times that's a fear mentality too. Is what will happen if I fail? What will my parents think of me? What will my coach think of me? What
0: will my friends think of me? What will
1: my friends think of me?
0: Yeah, and and it it it's it's just another weight on you. Number one, that's constricting you. Um, and it's it really you have to find, and, and I and I can tell you this through all sports you have to find a reason above that to show up because you may go through the motions, you know, getting by on the fear of um, I, what others think of you and this and that, but you to get to an extremely high level to get to and I'm not even talking about like getting to Kobe Bryant but you have to figure out why you love the game or why you love the sport. And when you can tap into that, you're going to you're gonna not only want to do the extra work, you're going to do it and enjoy doing it.
1: Yeah. And here's the truth. Your parents are in the stands because they love you. They're not in the stands because they want to see a state championship or whatever. They're in the stands first and foremost because they love you. Some parents don't always have the best way of showing that, but that's the truth. Mm-hmm. They are there... Because they love you. And no matter what you do. No matter what happens during your competition. They're still going to love you at the end of that. And so are your coaches. And so are your teammates. And you know. Maybe it doesn't go as planned. And that's just something you have to grow through. And learn from. But no matter what. You can't let down the people that love you. Because they love you for you. Mm -hmm. And learning to accept that. I feel makes that fear kind of dissolve, dissolve mm-hmm. because you realize, all right, they're here because of me, not because of what they expect of, of me.
0: Yeah. When it, if you weren't on the team,
1: they wouldn't be there. They wouldn't be there watching this team <laughs> right. play.
0: So one of our last underlying reasons of fear uh, or a way that we portray it is, and I can identify it as excuses Um you know excuses uh, i always think about excuses as like i mean there's we've talked about before <laughs> like everyone has one um but excuses don't help anybody um we use as ex, we use excuses because we want to give ourselves an out we want to not look but once again it's we don't want to look bad in front of others so we we have to have a reason why things didn't go the way they went and that doesn't help you at all. That's the problem. Do you
1: think that is like the underlying reason you're afraid to fail?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, you don't want to admit failure. Mm-hmm. And by giving, by inserting a little excuse in there, you're, you're, you're sliding failure aside and saying, like, I didn't fail.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I had my blocks not set up right. Or I ate pizza last Wednesday. I mean, or I
1: was not feeling well, or the ref. Yes, I made a bad call.
0: Instead of, instead of taking that failure chip and putting it in your pocket and using it to deposit later, like that failure is awesome. Accept it. What can you get from it? What can you learn from it? And then you can add to it. Versus making an excuse for it and not accepting that it happened, and then there's no growth. Right.
1: As Zig Ziglar said, failure is not a person; it's a destination. Mm-hmm. So, lots of times we take on failure as a persona, right? As identifying as who we are, when really, no, failure is just a step in the process. A step in the process that you go through. So, yeah, you can be fear you can be fearful of that failure, but I think realizing that. Failure isn't who you are. It's just a part of sports. It's a part of life. It's a part of the process. Staying stuck there, yeah, then that's a choice. That's a choice.
0: Yeah. So, it, so if you find yourself making excuses, it's a great way to self-identify.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh shoot, I just made an excuse for that.
1: Why am I making this excuse? Why am I
0: making this excuse? And then you can take us take it a step back. If the excuse was like I got really tired in the third third quarter, well. Maybe you should be preparing yourself a little bit better uh, cardiovascularly so that you can be well prepared. And now you don't have to use an excuse. So so really excuses are great in a sense that you can it's going to pretty much tell you exactly what you should be doing instead of making it
1: right. And sometimes your excuses come up right before the competition, you know, like, oh, it's windy out or it's cold out or there's not very many people in the crowd or um, I'm feeling kind of sick. When those excuses are coming up right before your competition, that's when you need to realize okay i'm I'm afraid what's going on here, yes, recognize it, and then, like we've talked about before, then speak truth to it, all right, you're going to be fine, you're prepared, you're ready for this, you know, don't yep. let the lies get in your head and grow because then you're going to be concentrating on your excuse rather than concentrating on what you've prepared all this time to do, yeah, which is execute
0: yeah, and if you have all those bases covered. Um, that's the best part about like preparation for a big event, because when you're prepared for it, those same feelings are going to start coming. And, it, you know, we say like, oh, it's adrenaline or it's I got butter. You can say I've got butterflies in my stomach or I've got adrenaline and you can look at it from both. There might be someone in lane two that has butterflies and in lane three that's got an adrenaline spike and mm-hmm. is amped it's the same feeling one's using that feeling for fear and disbelief the other person's using it for um, optimism and motivation so how do you step into that race mentally is going to decide how you get to use the emotions because you're going to have the emotions one way or the other
1: Mm -hmm. i like that i saw a quote the other day um ariana huffington she's the one that wrote like the huffington post you know um she said fearlessness is a muscle The more I use it, the stronger it grows. Mm -hmm. So choosing, am I going to use my excuse muscle, my fear muscle, or am I going to use the one that is
0: is, prohibiting?
1: Yeah, the fearlessness.
0: You're going to strengthen one or the other. Mm -hmm. So why why not strengthen the fearless one? Yeah. Yeah, that's good.
1: So underlying, we want you to identify your underlying sources of fear. Is it that you are, it's a new situation and you're ill-prepared for it? Is it that you're afraid of something bad happening to you um, because it's happened before? Or are you afraid of letting others down? Or are you afraid of failure? Find your source and combat that four-letter word.
0: So once again, we appreciate you listening in. Hopefully you got something out of this. And um, shoot, us, shoot us some messages, whether you're following us on Instagram through DM or Facebook or email, um, we would truly appreciate it if you would uh, give us a rating, five-star rating out on iTunes or Google or wherever you're listening to this, and we will catch you next time. So until then.
1: This is Erica and Tony, and we're in your corner.